And hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. We're back better than ever after the All-Star break, talking a little bit about the game. Of course, we didn't watch it, but we're going to give you our comments on it. And a whole host of other items this week, including the hot stove action, who's going to end up where, and all the happenings around baseball this week. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. I'm Gary Mack. Hello, Mr. Gary Mack. Rich Baxter over here. Hello, Rich. How are you on this cloudy, rainy day? Not bad at all. Just happy to be back, back in the uh, MLB, uh, you know, talk this week studios here that we have and um, reflecting a little bit about the uh, the All-Star game just straight off the bat here. I know we both didn't watch it. Right. And you can't take it seriously, even if you did watch it, but the American league ended up with the win again. Yeah. 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 Um, I couldn't even tell you what the score was, but uh, <laughs> I did see a picture of the ugly uniforms and they were pretty pitiful. And I think it was unanimous across the board that most people thought they were the ugliest things they've seen. So, uh, but um you know, um, it is what it is. I mean, uh, you know, congratulations to Pete Alonzo, the Mets. He won the home run hitting contact, contact contest. Uh, yeah. What do you know, uh, hit some in the, in the season instead of worrying about the contest, but, uh, uh, he has been on a power surge, so maybe it helped him. Who knows? since then uh but uh it is what it is rich and i guess they're going to continue to play it as long as they've got some kind of support for it yeah the uh american league ended up with a five to two victory on the night uh and they've been winning most of the last several years of of play an all-star game for some reason i'm not quite sure why but uh, of course this year shohei otane uh did a tremendous feat and he was pitching a little yeah. bit he almost threw his arm off he pitched a hundred mile an hour pitch during the game so uh crazy the nl like i was saying dropped 15 of the last 18 all-star games that's that's pretty bad when you think about it you know even though it means nothing but um you know the nl is just uh, not not up to the task when it comes to these all-star games yeah, I don't, you know, it's kind of, if you're a golf fan out there, which I am, as uh, you know, um, it it's, reminds me a little bit about the U.S., like the U.S. and the Ryder Cup. The U.S. used to dominate the Ryder Cup. And then once the Europeans broke through, uh, it's it's gone. Mostly the Europeans have won, you know, the majority of them. Um, the U S has won a couple of course, but, uh, I, it's like that way. National league used to dominate and now the American league dominates in the all-star game, but you have to wonder whether they are more attuned to playing in that type of game or is it just, I don't know. I, I don't think if they got better players because the world series uh, shows a different story. 
Um, so I don't know what it is, but uh, it is an exhibition, and I guess it's it used to be fun. You know, it doesn't mean as much now to me, especially um, because of the interleague play, and and it's just uh, it's not the same anymore. Yeah, it's almost like an all-star basketball game or hockey. You know, you're it's an exhibition is what it is. And yeah, you know, good for the game, you know, even though we like we told our listeners we're not for what happened with the move. They moved it anyway. Big deal. Got on yeah. with it. Uh, did it accomplish what it was supposed to? Absolutely not. Not. <laughs> Didn't accomplish not at all. In fact, it, it just like to echo our just a second or two of our last show. Um, it really hurt the Atlanta area. And it's a shame, you know, I most feel bad for the Atlanta uh, folks. They were penalized for that. But I don't want to get back into a long drawn out thing about yeah. that. But, yeah, you know, so stupid is is about two words to to sum it up. Well, talking about stupid. Uh, Cleveland has a name officially named itself. It's new name. I guess you might say, uh, the Cleveland Indians, of course, bowed to political pressure or to, uh, uh, left-wing pressure. And it's going to change its name from the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland. Get ready for this. Drum roll, please. Guardians. Oh, oh. The name will go into effect following the conclusion of the 2021 season. So next season, I don't know how much of this you saw, but they got Tom Hanks to narrate this video uh, announcing him. And, um, I, you know, I can't wait until they announce the, uh, the new name after the Guardians flop. So we'll see what they go to then. But... Um, I don't know. You know, I, if you've seen the logo, it kind of looks like a cross between uh, the Flash and uh, a scene from Adventures in Babysitting <laughs> and and uh, the Gatorade logo. So I, I, I don't know. I couldn't think of a dumber name, really. Uh, it's pretty stupid. The Guardians and... We're the guardians. It's something like out of a 1930 uh, radio serial show, you know, it was on every week, uh, like the, the shadow or something. The guardians. Yeah. The oh. guardians of the baseball world. Uh, I did hear it announced uh, yesterday on the way into work. Um, and so stupid. I'll say that again for this one. So stupid. <laughs> I don't understand how Cleveland and the baseball world has fallen into this gobbledygook of uh, <laughs> stupidity. Again, uh, an Indian, it's no disrespect at all to be named the Cleveland Indians. I thought it was good. It's going to bring promotion. And I've said this on the show before, and I hate to be a broken record, but it's going to promote learning of, Hey, the Indians, Oh, let me find out about the Cleveland, you know, the Indians that were around Cleveland hundreds of years ago. Okay. Right. All these things may have happened hundreds of years ago, but to bring it up now is so, 
and I don't want to keep saying stupid. I want to say um, uneducated, maybe, you know, what's in a title, what's in a logo. It, you know, I, I can't what's explain going it. on. It's what's yeah. going on in this world. They just, people don't like something and they want it changed. And, and for whatever reason, all these teams, everybody is kowtowing to these uh, uh, factions of our society. And, uh, you know, and they come up with these stupid idiot names. I, I mean, I think you said it right. The faction, the, the, the extremists, the people that have no better things to do with their life than worry about this. Um, mm -hmm. And they're out there. They're always going to be out there because they're screwy. They're screwy in the head. <laughs> they want to find something wrong with everything. They want everything to be a plain wrapper, so to speak. But they don't go after the bad things in this country. And that's the shame of it all. They have to pick on like a baseball name and it's, it's pathetic. And, you know, God help the Cleveland fan. I don't know how they're going to adapt to this or like it or even go with it. The logo looks absolutely like a, a third grader type of logo. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense, but God bless them. And hopefully they'll get through this. I will disagree with you on one thing that they know what they want. I don't think these factions know what they want. They get what they want. They think they know what they want, but then they're not happy. Then they want something else. So, it, it, and we keep catering to them. Like it's, it's, you know, it's ridiculous, but uh, you're right. This, this logo, I, you know, I mean, come on. Like I said, if you look at the G and and uh, the lightning bolt, it looks like a Gatorade can, and the the wings or whatever those things are supposed to be look like from the Flash on the top of his hat. You know, yeah. um, especially the old Flash when he used to wear the helmet, like uh, going right. years and years and years back. Exactly. So I, I I I you know, uh, and the shame of it was they had. It was the logo that got them that the people didn't like. And they, to me, they had the greatest logo in the history of sports. Chief Wahoo. That was a fantastic logo. They cleaned it up over the years because in, in the forties and fifties, he had like a real pointy nose and, and didn't look. And they, they kind of tweaked it to make it look a little more congenial, if you will. But it was still, and I don't have the hat here. It's in the other studio, but, uh, you know, I proudly have a Chief Wahoo Cleveland Indians hat. And and uh, I'm glad I bought it. And I heard somebody on the, a TV the other day said they're going to go out and buy all uh, <laughs> Indians merchandise now. Um, I mean, they kept the same. If you look. All they did with the, they kept the same font and everything for the, the word, they're guardians. Uh -huh. And if you look, they only changed the I-N and, and got rid of that. And they added the G-U-A-R. That's all yeah. they did. The D-I-A-N-S is the same. 
I wonder if that had something to do with picking that name instead of picking something like the spiders or something, which, you know, was a, a, a baseball name that they had used years ago, which yeah. would have been good. And I think was the most popular yeah, when this, they took uh, a, a, a thing. I don't know where they got guardians from, but Hey, yeah. if you're on the, um, Cleveland Indians official website, they have the new name on there. Um, and, and just to read it here, look, to protect, to keep watch, to defend. For Clevelanders, this is a way of life. We fought together for what we believe in. And if we get knocked down, we pick each other right back up and keep fighting. We're resilient, hardworking, and loyal to this city, to each other. That's what it means to be Cleveland Guardians. Okay, so, yeah, it's so phony. Um <laughs> It's just ridiculous, but that's what we go with. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be a Cleveland Indian fan, that's what you have to stay with. And they don't change uh, their think, names often, Gary, baseball teams. Yeah. Well, they were forced into it. So, you know, now you got to wonder whether they're going to go after Atlanta, the Braves next. Uh, or what about the Yankees? I mean, down south, you know, or or that's got a, a connotation that's not good. You know, what happens if you get a group of Southerners don't want to let don't like the name Yankees? Are they going to make the Yankees change their name? What about the? Uh, um, I'm sure there's something else I can think of. Uh, the Athletics. How about the Athletics with somebody that's not athletic? A group saying we don't like that. It embarrasses us, you know. Um, I mean, you can go on and on. Uh, the Mariners, you know, they killed fish or whatever. I, I don't know, you know. Uh, I, it, it, where, it, it, you know, you can get a group that's does anything. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, you know, was. The, the safest ones are probably um, colors, you know, but uh, just a but little even then just a little background on that Indians name. They've been the Indians since 1915 uh, to present. So all these years. Yeah. 106 uh, years. <laughs> they've been known as the Indians and it's been fine for 106 years, except for this year. And last year and the year before that and the year that all these wackos, and I will call them wackos, have tried to strangle this country with their stupidity and their own uh, agenda, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And then Major League Baseball caved because they put the pressure on them to change the name. Uh, Manfred admitted that. Yeah. He said that they were going to, they put the pressure on. So. Um, I don't know, but you know, that's the way of the world now. And, uh, what we have to do is come up with something ourselves and, and, uh, get a group together and put pressure on something that seems, uh, totally illogical. Like may maybe we need to get a right-wing group to, to go after the Cincinnati reds because it invokes communists, <laughs> you know? And and force them to change their name, you know, even though it's the red legs. Well, you know, that means they're communist legs. 
and they're spreading communism throughout the Ohio, you know, um, just to prove the, uh, the, the plain stupidity of their actions. And you're not um, going to. And you're not going to hear this on any baseball official baseball talk show. Anybody that's paid by baseball, even media, you're not going to hear this kind of commentary. It's going to be, oh, yeah, they changed their name. How politically correct. How how nice of them to do that. And, oh, it's so nice. They're not going to tell you what they really feel because they can't. They're being paid by baseball. They're being paid by media companies that pillage this stuff. and it's. Thank God for podcasts anymore. You're going to hear a bit of the truth, a bit of, you know, what people really feel about things. And trust us, we're not paid by anybody. <laughs> no, we're just, you know, the average Joe with a, you know, a podcast on, on baseball, it happens to be, but uh, I don't know. It just, you know, and it, it goes it's going through sports. It's going through a lot of uh, American life this this year, especially with what happened with the election and things like that. Yeah, it's it's a definite chilling, uh, chilling mood across the whole country, in my opinion. Uh, and that's just me. But I don't agree to change for, you know, what somebody pipes up and says that's a faction of society because you get all these factionists that that promote their ideas and then what do you have you have a bunch of uh, i don't want to devolve into <laughs> political talk but it, it's not good for the country i'll just leave it at that yeah and and we are on a time schedule today so yeah <laughs> we we have to talk about that in another day but um, rob manfred did say that before the all-star game that and i'm sure he wasn't happy admitting this but said that starting extra innings with runners on base and seven seven inning double headers are toast after this year uh and that Eliminating or banning the defensive shift could restore baseball to its historic roots. He made the comments while speaking to the Baseball Writers Association of America before the All-Star game. These were rules were based on medical evidence, and uh, those are less likely to become part of our permanent landscape. It was a COVID-related change. Well, now with the variants... Uh, who knows in this virus, but uh, seven innings and the guy on second, thank God, are going the way of the dodo bird. Hopefully, I don't believe anything anymore. I, I've become a true skeptic and a conspiracy theorist, and and I don't believe anything until it happens anymore. It's just, this is what I've come to in, in uh, this world now. So well, I'll, I'll believe it when I say it. But he says it's not going to happen. I think personally, Rich, he's using this for negotiations with the players' unions and the players because the players' unions like the seven inning doubleheader. I don't know if they like this, the man on second or not, uh, but I know they like the seven inning doubleheader, and I think he's going to use that as a bargaining chip with the uh, uh, the um, the big agreement that has to be uh, um, 
negotiated at after this season or next season. So that's my feeling. Yeah, it's definitely something that came out of left field because it seemed like you said that everybody sort of accepted these things, but I'm so glad that they're being rolled back. If that's the truth. And uh, because it, especially starting the runner at second base uh, in an overtime, you know, extra inning situation, that is so, that was so stupid. And I hate to keep echoing that, that word, all this podcast, but it just didn't make sense to do that for another team to have a, a big break on their half of the 10th inning, meaning the top of the order, uh, top half of the inning, they're starting off with, it had to uh, increase their odds a certain percentage. And I'd, I'd have to look into a mathematician for that, but uh, how many times do we see the game end in that top half of the inning? You really only have to move the runner a little bit and you've won mm -hmm. the game. So did it make sense? No, and not my opinion, but uh, even the extra inning games for doubleheaders, a full game is a full game. Nine inning game. That was baseball's rules. They shortened it for whatever reason uh, to get home for dinner earlier or whatever like that. But it needed to go back. And I'm, I'm glad if this is the case that those two rules went out the window because they sort of went out the window pretty easily without much uh, fuss on the fans of, of guys like us that have been saying for a while that, well, me anyway, I could speak for it. I didn't care for it all that much. No, I didn't like it either. I didn't like it either. And, and, you know, the, the seven inning thing, they didn't, they didn't think that through. They didn't make the right choices. Uh, you know, they thought it through enough to figure for pitcher pitches, seven innings, it's, it's a complete game. But they didn't realize that what happens if he pitches a no hitter? Well, it's not a no hitter. It's a not. No, I'm sorry. If it's a complete game, it's a complete game. It's a no hitter. It's plain and simple. No hitter can't be nine innings when you can't play two more innings. So, uh, you know, there should have been an ask, asterisk with that. If if you pitch a no hitter in a scheduled seven inning double header, it is a complete game. It is a no hitter. Plain and simple. You changed the rules, not the picture. And Rich, uh, it's going to be a busy, busy week for baseball this week. As we come up to the trade deadline is on uh, what's today, Sunday. It's on the 30th, which is what is that Friday? Yes. Yeah. So uh, Friday is the trade deadline and uh Lots of rumors abounding. Uh, the Nationals apparently are going to make uh, Scherzer available now. Uh, Joey Gallo, uh, the Rangers are talking about getting rid of Joey Gallo. Um, the uh, Cleveland baseball team, <laughs> which is still the Indians, they may make star third baseman Jose Ramirez available. Uh, especially after they lost five of six. Um, your Phillies are going to be uh, shopping around pretty good, I think, Rich. They're looking at, at Kimbrell, according to the 
the uh, rumors and they're looking for uh, relief pitching uh, and uh, starting pitching. So should be an interesting week in the world of baseball. Yeah. Uh, expected a lot of moves coming up. Chris Bryant going to find a new home. Maybe he'll be in New York. Who knows? But um, maybe one of, one of the weirdest stories of the last week was uh, this one that I'm going to put up on the screen for our YouTube viewers here and for everyone else i'll just talk about it white Sox player your mean your mean mercedes abruptly retired from baseball last week announcing that he was through finished um and i'm just learning now that one day after he abruptly announced that he would be retiring from baseball he unretired so he came back to the game he retired for one day what a joke he said, first of well, all, I want to thank God for giving me life to the fans that without them, I was nothing, Mercedes said, for a Sun Times translation of original Spanish. To my family, for understanding and always supporting, I walk away from baseball for a while. God bless you. It's over. Well, he walked away for a while, 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> it's so, you know. He apologized for what he called, quote, my immaturity. Yeah, his his gravy train. You know, he stepped away from the gravy train for a day, Gary. The money trough, you know. Well, I think what happened is he's a 28-year-old rookie. I believe he, he burst onto the scene, was unbelievable in April, and then kind of tailed off and I think he was in they sent him down to the minors and I think he was struggling down there again and I think it just got to him and he just you know said that's it I'm toss I'm throwing the towel in and then uh as you said he probably thought about well geez I'll have to get a job so uh you know unretired and came back and and is gonna try to uh make it back to the majors but uh yeah, that was that was one of those head shakers and made you scratch your head when I saw that this week uh, completely. And funny comment here in one of the online publications. Guy says, "I'm guessing that he found out fast food joints do not pay as much as baseball." <laughs> so, that's well, right. It's true. You're going to have to work for a living and uh you know, it's not easy. That's for sure. And uh, getting back to the trade deadline and things like that, we're having a quick show today um, to get back on schedule here. But each team's most untouchable player, which player will never move out of their current team? And this is on MLB.com this morning. I'll read just a few of them. Of course, these are no-brainers. Vladimir Guerrero and Blue Jays. Uh, let's see. Raphael Devers, third base in the Red Sox. Garrett Cole for the Yankees. You know, these are no-brainers. Let's go over a couple of the uh, NL players here. The Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. for the outfield. The Mets, Jacob deGrom. That's a no-brainer, of course. Yeah. And uh, the Phillies, I don't know about this one. Bryce Harper, outfield. I don't know. I don't know that I would take him off the table, being a Phillies fan even. I, I really don't, you know. What could we get well, for Bryce Harper? 
part of that's the contract too. I think you know. Yeah, that, he's, that contract's kind of tough to trade, but uh, he's probably got the no yeah. trade on it. I don't think they would move him though. I really don't. At Mookie, this point, Mookie Betts for the Dodgers, Buster Posey for the Giants, and Fernando Tatis out west for the Padres. So all. All pretty safe bets. They will not move by the end of uh, next week. And of course, by next week's show, we'll have all the movement because uh, it's got to be over by the end of uh, July there. So uh, our next yeah. show will report on all the movement. Yeah. Yep. We can report on some. Uh, Nelson Cruz, of course, signed, uh, didn't sign. He was traded from the uh, um, Twins. To the uh, bell me out here. I forget the who Rays, I believe. The Rays the, picked the Rays, him up. that's right. Yeah. And and then the Rays traded pitcher Mitch Rich Hill to the Mets for literally uh, nothing. Uh, Tommy Hunter, who's been injured with a bad back, and um, Matt Dwyer, a catching, a low catching prospect. So, uh, they didn't get much for him, but the Mets pick up a 41-year-old pitcher. So um, with playoff experience, and he was having a pretty good year. So the Mets have been decimated, as you well know, with uh, injuries this year, as well as in a lot of other clubs. I said in Mets Musings, my other show, uh, this, this past week, that they're not the only team that's been decimated by injuries. Uh, just happened to hit their pitching staff. But uh, a lot of teams have been hurt this year, and I I think it's a, a circumstance of last year's sixty game schedule, and the wear and tear on the body over a longer schedule, and and they're feeling it this year. So, you know, your body gets used to these things, and then when there's an abrupt stop in it, and then then even though you get in shape and all of this stuff, it's still. Uh, they may have been in too good a shape to start the season. That's why we've seen a lot of hamstrings and a lot of obliques this year. And I think it's uh, that's the cause. But who knows? I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on a podcast. So uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, we uh, hope everybody enjoyed this brief uh, show that we presented this week. Uh, talking about the world of baseball. Uh if Bob's listening, my uh, good listener, I pre appreciate your critiques. He says, try not to put the people to sleep. So uh, we don't <laughs> rehearse the show. So we it's not like a show that you'll see on ESPN where it's sort of rehearsed, scripted, things like that. We delve and go off into our own tangents every once in a while for podcasting. But uh, thanks for the criticism nonetheless. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show as well. Send us an email, Gary at BaseballTalkRadio.com or Rich over at BaseballTalkRadio.com. And we hope everybody has a great week leading up to the trade deadline. Yeah, and, and as you said, we'll have a lot to talk about next week uh, when we see you on another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. <laughs> <laughs>